lean on me when you're not strong. Then I'll be your friend. Fresh Talk Radio! Coming at you live on MP3 from high on a hill above beautiful Lake Washington. My name is Les Pro and with me as always is the Guru. Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Just a little something, something, man. Just a little something, man. Guru, we are ringing in a brand new year with episode number 64. This week, the king says he's the GOAT. But is he right? Then, as the NFL season concludes, if the story is in who didn't make it. Antonio Brown didn't play in a crucial game for the Steelers, and it cost them. What's next for the bird? Plus, the coaching carousel is in full swing with eight, count them, eight Guru openings already. What's the best gig, and what's the most surprising of them available now? Plus, is Kirk Cousins the $84 million bust? How bad is it for the Vikings right now, Guru? Then, it's Guru's wild card preview as the Colts and Texans go for round three, the Seahawks and Cowboys look like twins, the Chargers have to go through Baltimore, and the champs head to Chicago. Then, in segment two, we got Guru's call-outs and shout-outs from week 17. We got a Bets with Ben segment with Ben Carey from TheCurrencyKings.com. You know we got a two-minute drill. Guru, episode number 64. Let's roll. Guru, back at it again in the brand new year. You know what I mean, man? Man, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, man. Good to be here. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm living the dream. Don't you pinch me, man. Don't you pinch me, man. I gotta tell you, we had a we had a great time. Guru came over to Lestro's place on Christmas with the family. We had a good dinner, but for all the good tidings, this Sunday in the in the NFL, I was so anti-Guru because uh, as a uh, as an Eagles fan, I was like that your team got to lose and your cousin got to lose for my boys whoa, to get whoa, in. Whoa, 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 whoa! My, my my distance cousin and our cousin is only through marriage, cousin. It's not no blood cousin. No, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't get it twisted now. The long lost cousin came in my family through marriage. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we will we will get to that eventually here on the show, uh, Guru. But let's let's start off with the biggest topic this week because once again, you know, uh, the king sneezes and the entire sports world turns to say "achoo" or turns to say "God bless you." Hey, here's a here's a tissue. Yeah, exactly. We can do anything else, sir. Uh, so this week uh, on uh, on his More Than an Athlete special, it, it came out that uh, LeBron James called himself the greatest of all time. And Guru, I want to play this clip for you here. Here we go. And then after I stopped, I was like, that one right there made you the greatest player of all time. The greatest of all time. He says it straight out. Let's. I just. I, I had to stop it because it's still. It's stunning for me to hear wow. somebody say it about themselves. Wow. But, right. Wow. So here's here's he's got reasons. You got all oh, I want to hear this. No, everybody was just talking how they were the greatest team of all time. Like they was the greatest team to ever assembled. This is comeback versus and the Warriors. Comeback, you know the way we came back in that fashion. I was like, you did you did something special. <laughs> Right? So he starts off that clip talking about uh, Cleveland, about how breaking the 52-year drought, that was the big deal. Mm-hmm. The, the tears were real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, uh, you can't. That one so right there made me the greatest player of all time. 
Y you can't just say that, Guru, can you? Wow. You know what? I've never in my existence on planet Earth that has sensed and seen a lot of goats. Take, uh, let me take that back. Unless it's an individual sport, like, say, a boxing or wrestling or things of that nature, but I've never heard that in a team sport that one of the prominent athletes or one of the best to ever play in that team sport identify themselves while they were playing out. Still playing. Doing the height of their reign, yeah. per se, doing the height of his kingdom and telling all these disciples below him, hello, look at me. I am the greatest of all time and I'm still playing. That's the thing. He's basically saying, at right now, if you stop, I'm the greatest of all time That's at that point. time. So everything I'm doing now is just like, look at me. I'm already the greatest of all time. Now I'm just icing on the cake. You guys ain't nothing. That's a great point because he's it's talking like, about something that happened like two, three years ago like, now. And he's saying that, that I made me the greatest of all time. Last year, last year when I played every single game and I, I carried the, uh, the carcass of the Cavaliers to the finals on my back, doesn't even matter. That was all bonus. That was fucking gravy, yeah, Guru. We were so putting everything down the turkey. I do. So now, what I do, what I do in L.A., everything I do now is just separating myself. So what he's saying is I'm separating myself now. From the other goats? Uh, from everybody. From everyone. You, it's, it's LeBron's world, baby. Well, that's just it. He's obviously talking about Jordan. Let's not beat around a bush here. Let's not, let's not pretend it's anybody Absolutely. else. He's talking about Michael Jordan. Now, Michael Jordan's got six rings. And, and I, I may not have had to come back against, quote, unquote, the greatest team of all time. But to get those six rings, he had to go through people and get there. I don't know. Question hey, here. Let's, let's get right down to it. Let me tell you this. And the guru, before by the time this comes out, I'm already going to post it out, you know? Because when Jordan did his move against uh, Buddy from the Utah Jazz, his famous um, shot. Yeah, that's that shot. When, is that when Mike said, that is when I became the greatest player of all time. Did Jordan ever say something like that, bro? Not against on Against Utah Jazz, you know, in front of everyone, right? After he made it against Byron Russell, the greatest shot, basically, of all time. You know, yeah. You know, even this Greg Greg Elo shot that made him special, right? We all remember all those multiple special shots. All of them. When did Michael once just said, "You know what? I am the greatest player of all time." Now, LeBron, come on, man. I'll bet you. I'll bet you in his heart of hearts. Jordan knows. Jordan's got to know he's the best player of all time. I'll bet you you get a few beers into him or a few cocktails into him, he might let it slip. He might be like, man, I'll take anybody, all comers, I am the best. But he's never going to say it on a damn special that's going thing, out there. You know the thing is? And this now, now, you know, forget the candid side of things. This is why LeBron is out of my GOAT status. This is the reason exactly why. Because as a GOAT, this is your responsibility of being a GOAT is having that external humbleness, you know? You have to, that's the part of being a goat. Like, you don't need to tell people, I am the greatest of all time. You don't need to say that, because if you are the greatest of all time, your work, your resume speaks. Jordan never spoke, Kareem never spoke. None of those guys came and said, I am the greatest of all time. You know who said it? We said it. You know who said it? The base, yeah. the media, we created that. But what this guy just did, he manufactured. He is the most self-centered athlete of all time. He done a lot of great, a lot of good. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. But as far as the basketball stuff itself, no, LeBron James, with that said, even a Kobe Bryant never said, I'm the greatest of all time. He called himself the Black Mamba. You guys decide who's the greatest. Now, 
uh, we saw a similar thing. Tom Brady this week was talking. He said he's not a stats guy. Uh, they're asking him about essentially a similar issue. Brady's like, I'm not I a stats guy. Good. Yeah, the, the the wins are what matters exactly. to me. I don't care about the stats. He's never come out and said, yeah, I'm the greatest. You know, like he's got he's got a ring on every mm-hmm. finger. Mm-hmm. He's he's got a lot of records. He's he. I hate hey, to it. I you know hey, I would take Montana hey, every hey, time. The funny thing is, LeBron. I have to say, this. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I have okay. to say this real quick. I have to say this. Do you know when he said? We beat the greatest team of all time. That's a slap in the face. You know why? The GOAT, Tom Brady. You know why? Because he had the greatest team that also never won it of all time. Because the GOAT had the greatest team. Jordan had the greatest team before they said the Warriors had it. Right. When you are the GOAT, you have the greatest. You are the greatest. Yeah, it is the greatest are, team of all how time. How are you going to be in your reign and say you beat the greatest team of all time? How did you let that happen during your reign of kingdomship? So then the question becomes, <laughs> is he right? I mean, because that's, that's no, the base no of right, this. No, he's not right, man. He's not right, man. You know what he wants? He's getting exactly what he wants. He's a modern-day athlete. He's getting exactly what he wants. It's about the viewership, just like what we're doing this. He's getting what he wants. There's a branch ship. We're talking That's about why it. he's in L.A. He gets what he wants, LeBron. You won. You are. You you know how to manipulate the media. You know how to manipulate attention. You are a genius in that. The thing, that's what you, because you want to be the GOAT. Jordan didn't have to do that. You ever seen Jordan's commercial? Jordan is the one guy that don't talk. Right. Jordan's always shrugging. He don't in his talk. Commercial. That's when you know the go. You don't even gotta say a word. You don't gotta tell a story about, hey, at 18 on the Nike commercial, hey, I was I'm already a leader. You know, this is it. Like Jordan, you didn't have to do no, all that's that. A, yeah, that's a good point. You didn't have to that's do all that. Point. You are a go, LeBron. You are great, but you are the most self-centered. Greatest athlete of all time. I say uh, every time, though, before, before we move on from this, I say no, uh, Jordan is the greatest of all time. And the reason you can tell, and it's very simple, if you're on the playground and you're picking from any guy, I, I'm a captain, you're mm-hmm. a captain, I've got there first go. pick, and you're on the playground, I'm taking Jordan every fucking time. And the reason is because if you don't take Jordan first, he's going to make it his mission to destroy your team in a way LeBron can't even imagine. LeBron might be a great player. LeBron might have the stats. He might be unstoppable when he gets the ball and goes inside. Michael Jordan will beat you, period. Like they're, they're, He will find yeah. a way to beat you. Yeah. Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time on this. So that's, I mean, I don't know what to say on that. I, I'm with you, though. You can't fucking say it. That is that is the primary thing. If you're going to do it, you can't say it. So, all right, moving on. We got that out of the way. We got our LeBron segment. Uh, Adam Silver got us talking about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're all welcome. Mm-hmm. So let's move back now to the NFL guru. Before we do that, let's tell people to make sure that they can find us, uh, Trash Talk Radio, at TrashTalkRadio.com, and everywhere you can find podcasts. Head out there to uh, to Stitcher, to, uh, to iTunes, not Stitcher, to Google Play, to iTunes. Uh, Spotify. To, yeah, to Spotify. Just about anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find Trash Talk Radio. Make sure you listen. Leave us a review. Get in touch with us. Uh, tell us what you think, how it's going. Uh, tell us if you agree whether or not LeBron shouldn't be out there talking. So, uh, so Guru, uh, now let's get back to... The NFL. I know you've been waiting to talk about this. I need, to take, I need to take a sip of that coffee right there real quick. Right, man. fire yourself up on this one because we got a bunch to talk about here. I want to talk. We'll get that's into. That's what they think. We'll get into the. Uh, in, that's right. There's a nice. <laughs> we'll get into the uh, into the games coming up in Wild Card Weekend in just a bit. But when the season ends, the drama begins in in the NFL, man. We saw the big drama right now is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, I like how you like that. The big drama. The big drama with Big Ben is the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Now, Guru, anybody who's been watching Trash Talk Radio for the past two years knows 
that you've been saying this is a problem coming for a long time. But this week we learned that Antonio Brown in, in this week pulled himself from the game, didn't play on purpose in a crucial game for his team. Guru, what is going on in Pittsburgh? Man, you know, sometimes we wish you guys please go do your research on TTR because this should be a story we've been breaking yeah. for two years. Two years, we've man. been breaking this. This is happening. But, you know, it's going on deaf ears. But now it's coming up, you know. And, and this well, is. Well, man, a, winning covers a lot. It covers a lot. And, and just to give you a background a little bit, you know, the, the sources I got this, this is from a player that was a drafted Pittsburgh Steelers drafted player from the Mike Tomlin era. I can't disclose. He's still a current no, no, no. player. Yeah, I can't me. disclose, but he's a former player for the Steelers Absolutely. who was drafted at Mike Tomlin and company. So this is where I got my sources and information about the dysfunctionalness of what's going on in the Pittsburgh locker room while he was there. You know, he just he told me a couple of stories that was intriguing to me, man. It was very intriguing how um, practice would start. A.B. don't do none of the, the, the regular practice drills. None of them. None of the individual drills, none of the seven-on-seven, seven, any of that. But then they go to team, he comes in there, pop, 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 do A.B. thing, and that's it. And he, and he was a rookie at that time. He used to be like, man, wow, just imagine as a youth, seeing like, okay, this is, this is a culture. This is what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, A.B., I love A.B. A great player. You know, I love A.B. But it's something. Not their top receiver this year. It's not. There's something to say about the ego. You know, what destroys a team, a system, a, a culture, a business, anything that's supposed to be sustainable for long term. Mm-hmm. One of the number one thing as far as emotion evolved is ego. Yeah. It's ego. We see that all over. Every ego. team, it's guys get in the way. They get in their own way. Uh, I need the money. I need the money. He doesn't get the money. And it, it leads to. He got the money. He, he got, got the money. He has everything. But it's this ego. The ego, man. He don't care about winning. Is this stats guy? It's about me, me, me with AB. You know, everyone know the rhetoric. We're not the only one saying that. I'm not the only one saying that. It's a me, me, me rhetoric with AB. You know, it's just, and the crazy thing is, I get it because as a former player, right? Think about this. When you're a football player, right? The one position, when you're, let's say in the huddle, mm-hmm. right? And when you break the huddle, who's the first person to leave? Uh, I don't know. The receiver. The receiver because you got to go the furthest exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, who's farthest out from the middle of the for everything that's going on? It's receivers, all the okay. way out on the ends. Okay, then. So who's all? So who's detached from what's going on? Receivers. Okay, who's got to be isolated? Who got to be mentally because they don't have help from nobody else? Who mentally? So I get the point. Why does me me as a receiver? Because as a receiver, mentality is I'm by myself. I don't need nobody else. You give me a screen, I'm gonna take this make. I'm gonna make this play happen. You throw the ball up, I'm gonna make this play happen. Because when you think about highlights, is receivers. Because when the ball goes somewhere, somebody got to catch a damn ball. Yeah. It's a me, me sport. It's a me, me position. It's one of the only positions where you could be like an A-B and still be tolerable and be valuable. Because at the end of the day, really, you they put you in the side. That's why I say on defense, what we call as a DB, he said we're in the island. Well, that is a, uh, yeah. You're, you're on the island. You're on an island. And who's the, the most flamboyant positions? Receivers and yeah, and, and the cornerbacks. Exactly. Those are guys whose name we know. Exactly. Because they make sure we know it. Exactly. So, Guru, the question then becomes, uh, with, uh, with Le'Veon Bell uh, obviously not coming back to the Steelers, uh, Antonio Brown uh, requesting a <laughs> trade, uh, that's two of the big guys. Ben's getting old. What happens next in Pittsburgh? Has Tomlin lost this team, and should they lose Tomlin? What What happens wow. in the Berg, man? You know what? Tomlin at least need to be on the hot seat. I'll give him that. He deserved that. All right? The thing about Mike Tomlin... He's not an X's and O's guy. 
you know? He's a great leader of men. He's a motivational guy. He's on that nature, right? But now it's about a parent. You know when you're a parent and then all of a sudden your kids become like teenagers, when basically you hear the same rhetoric for over, over, and over? This player's been with Black Tumbling for over almost a decade, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're hearing the same thing, so the words don't stick no more. It kind of reminds me of what the Seattle did. With, I was going to say that. We had the yeah. same problem with uh, Pete yeah. Carroll. Something got to be done because it gets to the point where he, his message don't stick to those guys. Mm-hmm. They've seen it all. They had success. They got the money. They got everything through this process. So now, what could he say to them to motivate them? He lost those guys. So I'm not necessarily saying Mike Tomlin got to go, but I'm saying somebody got to go, and basically those guys will go. Yeah, somebody got to go, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think uh, I think uh, the question is going to be who goes first, Ben or Tomlin. I think uh, I don't. I, I think both of them are staying. I think it's going to be be there together. A B and um, because from the reports, Ben and Tomlin. That's the reason why A B is mad. A B is mad because the relationship between Ben and Tomlin. He said they're too close. The quarterback and coach relationship. Defensive quarterback. Yeah. yeah. It's too close. I, it, I'm like, whoa. Uh, hello, because Tomlin is smart. So be a head say, coach yeah. and sustain your job. Who do you think I'm going to be a best Antonio, friend Antonio, did you my- not know it's a quarterback <laughs> league, man? I don't know if you've been watching the game. You know, <laughs> you'd be watching how you survive in this league uh, yeah. as a head coach. And, and I got to say this. As a black head coach, you better stick with that damn franchise quarterback. That's exactly Trust right, me, man. A.B., there's always an A.B. They got you in the sixth round, homie. Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> so, so are you saying my question then is, is should they blow it up? They got to. They lost that, they lost that locker room. Because yeah, they got to be, room. as a team, You the chemistry is what wins championship. Yeah, it's chemistry. Boy, you know, talent, talent gives you win games. Chemistry wins championship. Yep. And you know what? I, 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 you know, I know the guru didn't take science in school. That was not his major. But damn it, you better take on. You better have chemistry. Right. You better you're not, gonna, yeah, you somebody who knows it. Super Bowl. <laughs> Trust me. Take that chemistry, baby. So, Guru, from a, a coach who should be on the hot seat to coaches who are no longer on the seat at all. <laughs> Let's uh, let's turn our attention. It was Black Monday here in the NFL as the season ends on Sunday. Week 17 comes to a, a conclusion on, on Sunday. We see the heads roll. Mm. So we saw a bunch roll. There are now eight. As you and I sit here today, there are eight coaching vacancies uh, available in the NFL. They are the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Bucks, the Jets, the Packers, and the Browns. Those are the uh, the coaches who were fired this year. Uh, now the Browns and the uh, and the Packers have had guys in there for the year. Uh, the rest uh, are going there. So, what do you want to start with on this one? What do you think is the the best spot here? If you're if you're a coaching if you're a coaching prospect, mm-hmm. where which of these teams do you want to go to? Tell the truth, bro. The more I look at it. I'm going to like Cleveland, bro. Cleveland, right? Like, I, 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 you saw how I hesitated? I'm like, I'm not really about to say this. Exactly. <laughs> like, really. But, you know, I'm not really. But this, Cleveland looked like the most intriguing as far that as long. crazy pants. <laughs> Longevity-wise, because I'm looking at long-term. You know, yeah. I'm looking about eight years and above. You know, but for the now, obviously, for the now, Green Bay. For the really? now, I look at Green Bay because of a franchise quarterback. See, and I don't want nothing to do with Green Bay because I think the franchise quarterback is taking up too much of the 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 uh, cap. I think he's it's too much pressure, and you're going See, in with Aaron Rodgers. The they expect you to hey, win. When you have a franchise quarterback, that's the thing. You better get a math major. That's just, why you don't need that Cam Mystery major. Let me tell you because something. Because you just work with the you you get to be Carroll did this all the time. 
You could always get undrafted free agent. You just got to work on your scouting department. That if you really know your shit, you got a franchise quarterback, especially in the Midwest like that, you could get a lot of undrafted um, potential guys in a Midwestern state like that, with Ohio State, West Coast. There's so many universities that has talent there. So you have a very intriguing scouting department, you'll be all right. See, but I think the problem with it, from my point of view, is that uh, their franchise quarterback got Mike McCarthy fired. 13 years, 125-77-2, and a Super Bowl championship, and he's out on his ass. Uh, I don't know if I want the pressure of that job out there, uh, and uh, I, I'm not sure Green Bay is the way pressure? to go. Every job, I hope you your pressure is to win the Super Bowl, I hope. I would hope so, but I would imagine in Cleveland, the pressure is not necessarily Super Bowl right away. <laughs> you know what I mean? In Cleveland, you get, what, oh, like, like oh six, seven God, wins. You're God. a goddamn so hero. You want to still check for a couple of years. I would like at least I would like I would like some time to warm up to the job maybe you know what I mean like I don't want to have to jump in and have it like on my head oh, right so away. So you want to get a um, John Gruden type of ten year deal so the first couple seasons I just blow it off happens. right so it doesn't first... matter I can do whatever I <laughs> so want for the first few years. You basically say you want to have your little what, your, your freshman what do you call that your freshman thirty or something your what, yeah, right, what you basically don't care about your freshman yeah, year. Yeah, man, screw it. I just want to <laughs> blow it off. That's what I did my freshman year anyway. Uh, so now. Th- we know that the the Browns are the most interesting here. I I, I I agree with that, and the Packers is the the one to go to here. What do you think of the other firings here? Uh, Marvin Lewis finally out at the Bengals. Uh, I, that seems that's like the, it's been a know, long we, time we, coming. That's expected. That's expected. Tell the truth. There's there's two other um, jobs that I really like, dude. You know, you just mentioned one of them. You know, you for right now. You know, I, I think the Bengals got a nice little lineup. Not a bad team. They got a nice and they got a nice young core. Like I love Joe Mixon. They got I a franchise quarterback. I, no, they don't. Oh, you don't think Dalton's the guy? Come on, man. They know if you know. Come on, don't even. All right, that's fine. What do you mean? Yeah. You even call about my cut cousin. You talking about Andy Dalton? You I'm a, there's a value quarterback, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Don't look, Andy Dalton and Kirk. Come on, man. Like don't even. You have no no chance to talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but they got a Joe Mixon. They got a young star. They got a star William uh, William Jackson at the second at the corner. I like William Jackson. They got some. They know Genio Atkins is getting a little bit older. They got some pieces, man. They got some pieces on the low. AJ Green is a stud. We know AJ Green is a stud. Of course. You know they got they got a little bit of pieces. Like if I'm if I could find a quarterback, yeah. So the, I like the Bengals, and and another one I like, and I don't want to like, but I like I like the Jets. I really think Sammy. You know, it's not franchise. bad. There's, the Cardinals are uh, in a similar position with a young quarterback down there that might uh, that might blossom. I think Sam could blossom in, mm-hmm. in New York. I think the problem with the Jets, and I, again, I think the Jets is the kind of place where there's not a lot of pressure. You do anything good with the Jets, they're going to love you because it's been so long since anything good's mm-hmm. happened to that team. It's like the the team that I uh, that I want to avoid right now is I don't know if I would go to the Jets. I would not take the Jets job, and I would not take the Dolphins job, and I'll tell you why. It's because uh, my AFC East conspiracy and that I believe Bob Kraft has uh, photos and blackmail evidence on the owners of those teams, and they're not going to win anyway. So those just where coaches go to die. You know what I mean? Like that's They're not going to win. So I don't know if I would take those gigs. What do you think about the Broncos gig uh, out there? Because the problem right. out there is it's not John Van Elway. Josen. It's John Elwood. That's right. why I'm staying away from I want nothing to do with the Denver Broncos just because of John Elwood. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I think he lost it. He never had it. He don't know how to get players to – he he lost on the draft. He, he's he been missing. Let's just be honest. He's been missing on his draft picks. So yeah. at the end of the he's day – He's been missing on his he's, signings. He's, he's been missing not, on his everything. He's been missing on everything. He's not what you guys think he is. No. He made one great signing. He, he brought Peyton Manning. Just one. That's all he did. Let's yeah. just be real, okay? So I'm staying away from that. But one thing I like, I like Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
the Dirk Cutter's uh, old job. I like Dirk Cutter. And you know what? And I'm not, no, I'm not his agent, but you know who I like for this job, man? You're going to hear this name. Jim Caldwell. Really? I like Jim. Jim took that year off from what the, the, the mistake the Lions did, obviously, you know. So Jim took the year off. Jim is always one of those guys that brings stability. When you have a hothead, because I saw what he did to Stafford. They actually were successful. They went to the play. He slowed them down a little with Jim Bob and, and company. So the thing I love about Caldwell, he's going to get you like a guy like Jameis Winston. He's going to get him to slow down a little bit. You know what I mean? He's going to get him in a, in a tempo. Basically, it's all about tempo. And he's going to – Jim always have that soft – and he's a leader of men. And he's a respectable coach. So, so you're, saying, you're saying if you go down to Tampa Bay, it's not a – no, no, it's back to- it was it's Jim. That's All what right, I'm saying. That's fine. Send that check, Jim. So sure, tell your agent, man, I get two percent, baby. You about to get that job out Tampa. One more question on these, uh, and is do any of these guys who were fired, Marvin Lewis, uh, Adam Gaze, Vance Joseph, uh, Steve Wilkes, and, and he only got one year out there in Arizona, uh, Dirk Cutter, Todd Bowles, Mike McCarthy, Hugh Jackson, who gets hired uh, elsewhere? Who else is gonna? Who we seeing on the sidelines next year in, am, in New Colors? Adam Gates. Adam Gates is a really good offensive coordinator. Dirk Cutter is one of the best offensive mind in the game. He's gonna get a job real easy. They just a coordinator. He might not be a great leader of a team, but he's a hell of a coordinator. So he's a very valuable asset. You so. think these guys get head coaching jobs though? Any of them? <sighs> you think Hugh Jackson gets a blow somewhere or? Uh, or? Uh, I wouldn't. Vance Joseph? I think Hugh Jackson got one of the worst coaching records, even though it was Cleveland. That, But now we see. It's, it's, he got the worst. Nah, I won't. I, me personally, as a guru, I would never hire Hugh Jackson. I would hire him more as a coordinator role, but they not went, as my leader. They went 5-3 and three after he left under uh, interim coach Greg exactly. Williams. Exactly, and that's if my man G-Dub. And the next question is, uh, for Cleveland, do you go with Williams or do you find a, a, a big name to come in? Seems to be getting through to Baker. Uh, he's got Baker because fired I up. Know and he playing. does, and you don't want that. There's two emotions. We know G Dub. We know about G Dub, man. I love my man Greg, man. But long term, why he's a hothead, man. And I can't have a hothead leading my organization as a quarterback and a hothead leading my organization as a coach, bro. So as much as I love him, nah, man. I don't want that tamale in my team. All right, Guru. We are running out of time here in the first segment, but before we go. You know, I got to come back to your cousin because uh, I got to ask you, Guru. You like that? You like that? Is Kirk Cousin an $84 million bust up there uh, in, uh, in in Minnesota? This week, uh, they had a chance winning in. They lost to the Bears, uh, and, and they are not in. It's a, This is a team that went to the uh, to the championship game last year and and brought in an 84 million dollar quarterback your your star, your cousin your your now whoa, whoa, distant cousin whoa, whoa, whoa. i told you through man through marriage yeah okay uh, right my mm, bad yeah. but your cousin through marriage mm-hmm. uh to come in and and lead this team he failed miserably uh in a lot of places this year his uh, terrible against winning teams is this a bust or is this just not settled in Oh man, you know my long distance cousin through marriage from like from the wife's best friend, uncle, right, sister, college roommate, kids, yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, you know what? Once I, walked I, my dog. I have enough data to show me, and I hate to admit it, but actually I don't, and I'm gonna admit it because the, the the eye in the sky don't lie. He has no pocket awareness. There's certain things you have as a peripheral awareness as a human being. As far as situ- and, and and also situational awareness, some people call it street smarts when mm-hmm. you when you're from the inner city. Some people call it whatever, right? Kirk Cousin don't have 
pocket presence and pocket awareness. And also, one thing about Kirk Cousin is he does exactly what's written, what's uh, grown up. What whatever is written, whatever the play is, that's what he does, and that's what he he's going to do to the T. If you ask for him to ah, adjust. You're looking at somebody that don't have the capability of adjusting. So if they tell you on uh, one, two, three, I'm gonna throw the ball on this snap, Kirk, because it don't matter if the guy defender's there, because of his lack of awareness, he's gonna throw it. So that's why you see also sometimes with his awareness, well, sometimes, a lot of the times, I watch the films, when he gets all the, the fumbles, he just gotta step up in the pocket. Mm -hmm. He could save a lot of his stuff. He's gotta step up in the pocket, and that will eliminate a lot of his sacks fumble. But because he had lacks that awareness and that presence, you know, and I don't know if that's his skill set you could get because the That's way the question. Get, Can he learn this going no, forward? How you learn that is repetition. Because you get that, but he already had enough repetition. That's why you see a jump from a rookie. That's what they say in football. The biggest jump you make is from for your first year to your second year. Because you have the repetition not enough, so when you come in your second year, you like I've seen this before. It slowed down. So, but that's when they say after your third, fourth year, when they say in football, you are what you are because you are not going to make a dramatic change. Mm -hmm. You are what you are. So, Kirk Cousin, when shit hit the fan, he reverts to what he is. No pocket presence, and you know when things tighten up, things tighten up. All right, Guru, let's move on real quick and talk about uh, talk about the games coming up this weekend. We got wild card weekend ahead of us. We got four games on the slate. I want to hear your opinions of these of these games coming up because we got the Colts versus the Texans uh, coming up here. Uh, we got the Colts, Texans, Seahawks, Cowboys, Chargers, Ravens, and then the Eagles, Bears. So I want to start with the Colts, Texans. This is round three mm. for these teams this year. Uh, Luck versus Watson, third round. The, uh, the first time these two teams faced off was uh, was way back in, in week September, four. Right? Yeah. yeah, in September. Uh, Houston got this one, 37-34. to 34. And then in week 13, uh, Indy, uh, Indianapolis got it 24-21. So they've split 1-1 with Indy winning the most recent. It's the 10-6 and six Houston Texans against the uh, – I'm sorry. The, yeah, 10-6. The 10-6 and six Indianapolis Colts <laughs> against the 9-7 and seven Houston Texans. I wrote no, 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 no. The Houston Texans, no. They're 10-10. and – Houston's wow. ten and six. I don't know who you like uh, in this game. Houston, Houston. <laughs> I think Houston is eleven and five. Houston's eleven and five. five. Ten, Colts are ten. ten and six. Colts are ten and six. <laughs> so you know what? I prepped you for this hey, show, guru. Blue, I prepped. Hey, you remember when we the preseason, right? When we said. When I said AFC South is going to be one of the most competitive, and you laughed at me. I did. You remember? You like, ha, 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 ha. no way. <laughs> like, no way, right? And look what happened. It became. I thought the Jaguars the most... were going to run away yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. We know that wasn't going to happen. I didn't even pick the freaking Jaguars. No, you man. didn't. So basically what I'm saying is I love this this personnel group. They know each other. It's in a conference play. Um, the one thing is the Colts offensive line is stepping up, and the Colts defensive line is stepping up. The Colts line, they're basically in December. They've been locked down. I'm talking about zoned in, locked down defense. And the Texans, personnel-wise, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, now we're going there. DeAndre Hopkins is, some might say, the best receiver in football right now. He's playing like it right, right now, now. He's 1B, you know, because I know who my favorite best receiver in football is. But he's 1B, only a slight edge behind. Mike Thomas, my, my best receiver. But DeAndre Hopkins is also the best receiver in, in the league. So I'm interested to see his who 
the coach going to match up with? How they going to, if they're going to mirror him, if they're going to um, double team him, if he's going to be Pierre Desir, if he's going to be Quint Wilson. And I know they're going to have Malik Hooker over top to always be around him. So with this said, and you have Andrew Luck, who got that it, and but you also have that young boy, Deshaun Watson, who also has that it. Yeah, man. With that it, T.Y. Hilton and company. This is going to be a knockdown drag. It's going to be a battle. I don't even know who I like in this game. But I just can't bet against the lucky hand. I feel the same way, man. I, I can't go against the lucky hand. I feel the same way. I actually I would root for Watson in this game because I like to watch him play better. But I think this is the Colts game, too. Uh, I think they got this. I think they're streaking right now. I think they look like the better team. I think Andrew Luck uh, is is playing like Andrew Luck. And, and I think it's going to be tough to stop. Hey, I, it's because with name-wise – the, uh, the Texans have better personnel as far as the D-line with Clowney, with J.J. Watt. So you have guys that you heard of, but the Colts, you know, have guys that you never heard of from Muhammad over there, uh, from my boy Toure and company over there. Absolutely. So shout out. Yeah, shout out. And Darius Landon, you have guys you never heard of over there in the Colts that are players, that are dogs. Yeah. You know? So I'm interested to see those guys first time in the, in the playoff, um, how they're going to react. I'm I interested. But when you have luck on your side... When you have luck on your side, Houston, we got a problem. <laughs> I like that. I'll tell you, mine's much simpler. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm backing Frank Reich. Uh, uh -huh. that's, it's real simple for here. All right, let's move on to the, uh, the Seahawks-Cowboys. Now, Guru, you were saying earlier, these teams are like identical twins of each other. And I said, you know, except for the fact that the Seahawks have a quarterback that I would trust. What are you seeing in this game? It's that's in Dallas. These teams matched up once earlier in the year, week three. Seattle was 0-2, came back to win this one, 24-13 in Seattle. 10-6 Seahawks, 10-6 Cowboys. We, we, uh, we know how you feel, Guru. So one thing you guys are going to know about the Guru, and everybody knows, he hates the Cowboys. Hey, but will they win the game? One thing else you got to know about the Cowboys, I'm going to make it simple and easy. This game, the Cowboys are just like every freshman that goes to Kentucky and play basketball. Every freshman that goes to Duke and play basketball. I like where this is going. The Cowboys are one and done. I love where that's you know going. What I'm they are one and done. And the guru is going to stamp that. You know why? Very simple. They're going against sing, a team sing, well, a beam. that does exactly, did an exact replica, mirror image, same defensive as far as cover three scheme, same scheme set. In fact, they even got the same coach over there. I used to coach for the, for the Seahawks. Offensively, same concept as far as run, run, run. And the main difference is the Seattle Seahawks system, Dallas took their system and tried to mimic. The Seahawks created a system. They know the system better, and meaning Russell Wilson, I've seen, Cover three in practice longer than Dak has. And I see the Seahawks taking it. And one more thing I want to add. Of all the NFC teams in the playoff, of all the quarterbacks, other than Drew Brees, who playoffs. won the Super Bowl in like 2000, before Facebook, it came in existence. <laughs> right. Before YouTube. I don't even count that. But Russell Wilson is the only quarterback with a Super Bowl ring that's in the playoff, other than Drew Brees. And, uh, and uh, the NFC. Oh, in the NFC, okay. Yeah, just in the well, NFC. Nick Foles has one. Uh, uh, and uh, just, uh, I just thought I'd mention that. Mentioned, uh, that going. We'll get it there. I'm taking this one. Oh, I'm, the backup plan. Look at it. The I best backup yeah. ever. Uh, I'm, taking, uh, I'm taking the Seahawks in this one, and it's because I like Russell Wilson. I think uh, I think you got you to gotta put it on him. He's a, he's a better quarterback. He'd scrape it out in the dirt. He'll find a way. You'll find uh, a way. All right, so now let's move over to your, your preseason Super Bowl pick, the, uh, the Los Angeles-San Diego Chargers. One of the best teams in football, 
they've now, uh, the Chiefs won the division. They've dropped to the five seed. They're headed to Baltimore to take on Charm City, baby. Woo, Lamar Jackson and the uh, the streaking Baltimore Ravens. That's a different team than we've seen. He's another scrambler. He's a guy that's going there. What do you think, Philip Rivers and the Chargers, uh, or do you like or do you like Jackson Ooh, and the and the Ravens? Man, that's so Raven, man. Isn't that <laughs> that's so Ravens? Always playing that defense. Isn't that typical Ravens? It's so hard. This is seemed like to me. It seemed like the sign of a setup, beat down Philip Rivers six interception game. That is just so Ravens to me because I I know the I know Baltimore. I've been to Baltimore. I, it's right down the street from the city, so I know about Charm City. Tell you what. You know, don't let them fool you. It ain't no charming out there. They're a little bit charm. But, bro, I, I, there's just someone from a West Coast team uh, take coming your lunch to money. East Coast team. Weather, and they're calling from San Diego. I don't give the L.A. right now. From the San Diego The Los Angeles-San Diego Chargers. Dude, this seemed like a setup, don't it? It does. It, you know what? It's the kind of thing that I I would not want to be the Chargers going into the city. That They've had such a great season and look like such a, a contender. They might get jumped here, man, in uh, in Baltimore. They head down there. This is a strong defense. This is a quarterback that scrambles. Hey, anything is, though, when it's time for that payoff, I'm always going to go with the guy that's been there. I don't care if it's the road. I don't care if it's in the way because I've seen him. I've seen his composure. I've seen him in the win. I've seen him in the loss. And I know what we're going to get out of. So with that said, if Phillip Rivers was going against, I'm not going to lie, if it was Joe Flacco right now, if they said Joe Flacco is the starting quarterback, I would be like, the Ravens are going to win this game. What? That is nuts. But because it's run, run, Lamar, run, Lamar, gump, <laughs> that's the only reason why I see an experienced team, an experienced quarterback like Phillip Rivers is going to overtake it. They're going to run Baltimore down, and they're going to make enough plays that they're going to jump enough that Lamar Jackson is going to be put in a situation. And I see Baltimore had a great season. They have something to build on. Uh, they, 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 what, what's the word they say? They, they, they peaked. You think they peaked already they're this over, season? No, they overachieved. Oh, absolutely. They are They are they're punching way above their they're weight. They uh, I'm with you. I like uh, I like the Chargers in this one. I've liked the Chargers uh, a lot of this year, and uh, and I think if it comes down to uh, at the end of the game, the ball in uh, in in his hands, uh, Rivers can win the game. I don't I don't know if Jackson can. And uh, if I'm a betting man, and and sometimes I am, I'm taking I'm taking the Los Angeles San Diego Chargers in this one. Absolutely. All right. Final game of the weekend to talk about is uh, the one I'm actually the most concerned about, Guru. That is Same the dude. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Chicago Bears. Now the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles are in in the playoffs to begin with is completely insane. It is ludicrous. I wrote them off. You wrote them off. The world wrote them off. The only people who didn't write them off are the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles. Nick Foles once again put this team on his back, beat the Rams, moved went forward. Now they have made the playoffs getting in. Not only that, he got hurt in this game. I'm going to last week I said that the uh, the Eagles had the two best quarterbacks in the <laughs> NFC East. I think they got the three best quarterbacks in the <laughs> NFC East with uh, Sudfeld backing them up. But they're going against the Bears. And I've said all year, not all year, but I said at the end of the season here, the only NFC team that that you can believe in is Chicago at this point and Nick Foles. So I'm clashing here and I'm obviously I'm obviously taking you know, the Eagles don't have a chance. So I'm picking the Eagles in this one, and I'm taking Nick Foles and the Eagles to win this game. 
Guru, what do you see in this one? You know what I see about this game? If you could check back what's been going on right now. You saw this how the playoff structure is funny? It seemed like all the experienced quarterback are playing on the road versus the first-time playoff the quarterback. Kid, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's, it, it, the way it's drawn, it's drawn for the road team to win, in a sense, for the first time in a, in a long time as far as the wild card because you're going against all veterans versus, once again, you got the veteran Nick Foles, been there, done that recently. Yeah, last year. Versus a young cat like Mitch with a, uh, which with Mitch and Nagy and company. But it's interesting because that's the same coaching tree. It's another identical twin. But the difference is this twin is a little bit better. I love the Bears. Don't get it twisted. I love what they did. They're the epitome of an overachieving team. You know, of all the most overachieving team in the NFL this year. The Chicago Bears were the most overachieving team of this year. Just like the Vikings are the most underachieving. Well, it might have been Green Bay. One of those clowns. I think it's, I think it's definitely the Vikings. Oh, of course, because yeah. it's an $80 million. Absolutely. The pressure was yeah. just so yeah. much higher. The only reason why, because, yeah. because Aaron Rodgers got a Super Bowl. Took away that Super Bowl, that would have been a $130-something million problem. That's exactly right. <laughs> but anyways, um, I love the Bears. I know their defense. I know all that shebang. But when it comes down to it, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch got to make plays. And I know Nagy makes a great, I mean, he comes up with a great play calling, great plays, you know, great schemes going to set up. But this time around, bro, they got a man called Fletcher Cox, bro. Yeah, they do. Oh, my gosh, bro. Oh, they got Malcolm Jenkins, bro. They got some ballers on that D-line. They got Michael Bennett, Michael baby. Bennett coming, they, too. Bro. Tiny the difference shoulder pads. is the Bears might have the best player in Khalil Mack on defense, but damn it. The Eagles got a rack of dogs on that deal. I'm talking about some hyenas, boy. So now here's the other question here is that the Bears essentially had a choice in this one. Uh, if they let their foot off the gas because they're playing the Vikings, Vikings. they could have played the Vikings and, this week. And you know what? Did they make the right choice? They made the wrong choice. Really? They made the wrong choice because they already seen the deficiency of Kirk Cousins. Kirk is going to throw it to him. <laughs> they seen that. They already seen that. Why didn't you just – that's the one mistake. You Great point you made. That's why, Coach Nagy, you are smarter yourself. This is what Belichick would have done. This is the difference between a Belichick franchise right. and a young rookie franchise. You know what I mean? A Belichick would strategically see like home. You know what? I'm going to have a chance to play this team in my home the very next week. My home. I'm going to rest my guys because they have to play their guys. Now you just give them more fatigue. All that, and they got to travel. Like eating, That's the difference between him being a one-and-done, just like every Kansas, every Kentucky, every damn Duke, every North Carolina, Zion. Play, every basketball player that's in the top 10 of the ranking, that's exactly what's going to happen to the Chicago Bears. They're going to be one-and-done. Well, these two teams did not match up during the season. I, uh, I actually think that the Bears made the right choice here, and my reasoning is this. Uh, the Essentially playing the Vikings, first of all, I would not take my foot off the gas. I think resting your players in the final week is a recipe for for uh, getting a little lazy and a little lackadaisical mm -hmm. and, and possibly getting chumped. I think the biggest recipe for getting chumped, though, is playing a division rival for the third time uh, in the year. They've seen your they've seen your tricks. They've seen your plays. Anything can happen in a division rival game. You bring the Vikings in after after for the third game of the year. Man, that's that's a recipe for a chumping, if you ask me. But, so, about, but you know who you're bringing in? You're bringing in the Eagles, and it's not, not only that. The champs. The same coaching tree. That's the same, basically the same. You basically, just like I told you to cover through the Dallas and run, you're basically telling me, I'm, 
this BDC knows what the hell. You're, doing, you're trying to mimic me. You're trying to mimic what I do. Do you want to play a team that you're trying to make? Like, why would you want to play that team? All right, Guru, you're getting a little, you're getting a little verklempt there, buddy. You're getting a little worked up. Why don't we take a quick break here? Uh, and we'll go, uh, we'll go to segment two. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back in segment two. And we'll, uh, we'll do the call-outs and shout-outs from the final week in the NFL, week 17, with a final look back. We'll look forward with our Bets with Ben segment with Ben Carey from TheCurrencyKings.com. We'll do a little bit of a two-minute drill here at the end, and then we'll get on out of here. What do you say? Trash Talk Radio. Trash Talk Radio, back again. Segment two. Girl, you know what that means. Plug time. Gotta get those plugs in. Plug, plug time. Trash Talk Radio at TrashTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by the World of Sports Network.com. World of Sports Network, connecting the world through the sports you love. You gotta head on over to YouTube and make sure you search for World of Sports Network. Subscribe to it. We got all our great content on there. It's the Trash Talk Radio content. There's the on-court, off-court. There's the new uh, the new barbershop sports that we're working with. We're gonna be running their stuff through there. So make sure you head over to the YouTube page and search for World of Sports Network.com. Remember, you can find Trash Talk Radio anywhere you can find your podcast. We got it on iTunes, we got it on Google Play, we got it on Spotify. Look for it, demand it, get it from that way. Uh, and make sure you leave us a review. And Guru, you are once again sporting the Make DC Sports Great Again cap that is available at Wazen Shop. That is W O S N Shop.com. We're going to make DC Sports great again, apparently. Uh, as a Philly guy, I'm a little concerned if that actually goes through. If but our nation is great again, everything is great again. Go down there, <laughs> DC sports fans, get yourself one of those great hats. If you're looking for me, Lestro, you can find me every day on Twitter at more or Lestro at more or Lestro, and the Guru is over there on Instagram at Guru's Film Room. It's just his thoughts, man. Just his thoughts. One more time for the people in the cheap seats: TrashTalkRadio.com. And Guru, what's that hashtag? And that's 10K for TTR. All right, Guru, we are here in segment two. We have to take one final look back at week 17 in the NFL season with our call-outs and shout-outs. This is the time where Guru takes the guys who need to be uh, need to be called out for their play. Oh, my God, the heck out of here. And lets them know. And then we take the guys who might have to get a little bit more respect, guys who played pretty well and need to be uh, need a shout-out for their play. Yes, boy, yes, boy. So, Guru, let's start where we always do my favorite. Let's start with the call-outs again this week. Who are we calling out week 17? Uh, week 17, week 17, man. You know, it's 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 been a long history of call-out. There's been some repeated offenders. There's been some first-timers. Uh, but it's always offenders. You know, that's something we're going to know. There's always, Absolutely. Somebody's always going to need to ask to be called out by the guru. Somebody didn't do their Somebody job. Somebody didn't do their job. So the first one is, it's kind of funny you said that. Because this one, man, actually lost his job because the organization didn't give him enough time for him to do his job, you know? I'm calling out the desert, you know? Uh, the Arizona, no media having desert. Maybe we need to go there to Arizona because that's what's happening because we need to call your ass out. That's why, because nobody's out there to call your ass out for the Cardinals organization, one of the cheapest organizations in football, fire, firing my man Steve Wilkes in one year, dude. You just had a top 10 draft pick, dude. What do you think? You're going to the Super Bowl, man? Right, what do you it's think? It's a process, homie. <laughs> That's exactly So for it. you not respecting the process, and I don't know who the hell y'all think y'all the Cardinals, the guru is calling your asses out. 
Oh my god, the heck out of you. I was gonna say I'm not going to Arizona. You know what we're doing to this skin? The the desert down there. But but the Arizona Cardinals. Oh my god, the heck you out are you. called out. All right, Guru, who else we got this week? Man. Dude, the biggest heist in the history of the NFL. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> I got this one. The biggest heist. I'm talking about the Muni- the Minneapolis heist. The Great Lakes thievery. The Great Lake thief. I'm talking about the state of Minnesota. Wanted public enemy new metal number one. Worry number eight. I'm talking about my long distance cousin through the marriage of the wife, her best friend's uncle, aunt's kids. Cousin's roommate. Cousin roommate. That's the only relations I have with him. But I'm calling his ass out. Public enemy number one, the $84 million heist. Kurt, my long-distance cousin, the guru is calling your ass out, and I'm finna call your ass out till you do what you gotta do next year, homie. Oh, my God, the heck out of it. So that's uh, the uh, the Twin Cities Bandit, Kirk Cousins, uh, the $84 million bust uh, so far. By the way, as an Eagles fan, thanks, Kirk. You did great this weekend. <laughs> really, really great. Uh, I appreciate everything you did out there uh, this and weekend. And I'm not surprised. Yeah, Freaking absolutely. Kurt. Love, I love Minnesota. They've done great things for Philly. Oh, my God, the heck out of here. All right, one more, Guru. Week 17 call out. Who is our, who's our final call out here? Our final call out, man. You know, I'm calling his ass out because – Nobody else seems to be calling it ass out. I'm talking about Mr. House Business. I'm talking about Mr. Killer B. I'm talking about, you know, Mr. Facebook Live while my coach was talking. I'm talking about a guy that I go to practice and be for Big Ben. I'm talking about a guy that just does what he wants to do. I'm talking about the most self-centered, the most self-centered, the ego. He has an ego as big as LeBron James, but not the same resume. I am calling your ass out. That's the only reason why LeBron didn't get called out on this show, by the way. Antonio Brown. A.B. 84, the guru is calling you outside for being a dysfunctional, cry, baby-ass, mofo. Oh, my God, the heck out of it. Antonio Brown, you are called out for uh, for bringing the Steelers too far into their feelings, man. Anything, Brown, man. My favorite damn third-grade teacher was named was Miss Brown. I don't even Go like her no more. Oh if, you're, God, if you're UPS, it. if you were Brown, if oh you're anything Brown, man. If you're a brown-skinned guy, a brown-skinned oh girl, everything Brown, man. If you're doo-doo because you're doo-doo Brown, I ain't calling all your asses out. Going out this coat. This coat's getting called out. <laughs> Get the heck out of here. All right, so Guru, let's change gears here. We've called out, we've called out uh, the Arizona Cardinals. We've called out uh, your, your your distant cousin, and we've called out AB. Now let's move to the guys who uh, who had uh, a good week. Guys that need to be recognized for their play this week. Who are we shouting? Yes, boy. Out? Yes, boy. Hey, man, I gotta shout this out, man. Man, I haven't seen a man run like this since I seen Forrest Gump. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. And I ain't seen a black man run like this since I seen Kunta Kante and Roots, man. I'm talking about run, Lamar, run. I've never seen the, a man run like this that's playing QB. Run, Lamar, run. The Baltimore Ravens with a running quarterback. It's crazy. Hey, you can say that because that's all he does is run. The guru's impressed. That's why the guru is giving you 
a shout out. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yeah, the Ravens being a team that's fun to watch is not something I'm used to. But Lamar Jackson is fun to watch, man. Run, Lamar, run. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. All right. So who else we got this week? You know what? This is a feel-good story. You know, I'm talking about a guy with no ego. Since we always talk about ego, I'm talking about Kyle Williams. Oh, from Buffalo. I'm talking about Buffalo, Mr. Raisin Cajun, Mr. Louisiana State University, LSU, Mr. Love Shack University, spending over a decade, 13 years or so, in freaking Buffalo. In Buffalo. Bro, you are from New Orleans. Dude. And you're going to spend third, just so you don't even make it 13 days. So make it 13 days, not yet 13 years, and you smell the playoff one time one last time. year. Last year. But yet, you're one of the most humble, humble vet, a great Buffalo Bill, a great man of everything I heard, because you never know. You never know. You never know. But everything I've been seeing. Locker no room loves tape. him. No, locker room loves him. City loves him. Media loves yes. him. Yes. Until I see the sex tape. Or the drugs, he's a great man to me. Gotta be. Exactly. Right, I'm in. So because of that, Kyle Williams, the guru's going to miss seeing you because you're the only name I knew in Buffalo (laughs) after Thurman Thomas for a long time. Yes, boy, yes, boy. And the guru says thank you. And I'm giving you a shout out. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Guy Williams, as we caught the first pass of his career, they had a route for him to catch you on. He, uh, he got you know, a pass. Kyle, Kyle said the funniest thing, man. He said when he looked up right after they caught the pass, <laughs> this shit had me rolling. He said, when I turned around, I mean, I was hoping somebody tackled me. Yeah, I yeah. Keep <laughs> it looked like 40 yards. Yeah, like, right. like, oh, my God, dude. This is a long, long way. <laughs> yes, boy. Yes, boy. Gotta love those big dudes getting the ball. All right, Guru. We got one more shout out this week. Lamar Jackson, Kyle Williams, and who else we got? You know what? Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I'm saying it. As make DC sports great again, I'm wearing this hat because I want to be like them right now. The city of brotherly love, where the brothers love everyone. You know, I love that. The Philadelphia Eagles with St. Nick Foles with the backup. Hell, with the backup of the backup. The backup's backup. The backup's backup. The guru is very impressed with the testicular fortitude of the champions. Once again, I'm very impressed with the testicular fortitude of the organization of the Eagles. So, E A G L E S. Eagles! And the guru is giving the whole city, the whole champ, a shout-out. Yes, boy, yes, boy. I like that one, man. Fly, Eagles, fly. Nick Foles, bring us another Super Bowl, man. And if he does, what's going to happen to Carson? Uh, I think he stays his starter next year. I think Carson went to the <laughs> starter. That's a good model. Yeah. You know? I don't think it matters. You play, you play um, uh, uh, Carson till week 13. Yeah, bring it. Foles, bring I, it. Bring it. That's a beautiful thing. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. I love it. Your starter doesn't get hurt. He rests for the end of the season. But you got to fake the injury, though, so you can be humble. Absolutely perfect. All right. So that gives back. Us- it's kind of ironic, right? He look, he, his back and his back up came and took care of that win for the right? Yes, boy. Yes, boy. I right, get him on that one. All right. So we got the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, Kyle Wims, and Lamar Jackson are our, our shout-outs of the week to go with our call-outs for the final week in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals, Kirk Cousin, and and, uh, and A.B. So, Guru, now that we've looked back one final time at Week 17, let's look forward to the playoffs. We're going to check in with our man Ben Carey from the 
from uh, thecurrencykings.com. Head on down to thecurrencykings.com. Ben's got free picks for you every day. He's got uh, he's got write-ups on how to do it. And if you go to betdsi.com, go to betdsi.com, use promo code TTR, promo code TTR at betdsi.com. It's going to get you some free money down there to bet with. You can follow uh, you can follow Ben's picks because as we say here, don't bet with your heart. Bet with Ben. That's right. Ben, what do you got for us this week? What's up, guys? Ben Carey here from Currency Kings. Ready for a big weekend. We have NFL playoffs Saturday and Sunday, and then, of course, the national championship game in college football on Monday. We got a pick for every game uh, this weekend and on Monday, so let's jump on into it. So Saturday, uh, two games on the wild card slate. We have the Colts and Texans, Cowboys and Seahawks. The first pick we're going with is... The Texans to cover two at home versus the Colts. This is a pick I like a lot. I'm big on Andrew Luck, but I think Deshaun Watson and the uh, the defense for the Texans gets the job done. Go with the Texans minus two. The next game, Cowboys-Seahawks. We're going to go with the over-under in this one, and we're going with the under of 43. I think both teams look to run the ball, and I, I think it's a low-scoring game. I'm leaning... The Cowboys in this one as well, but an official pick will be the under of 43. We jump into Sunday. We have the Chargers at Ravens. Minus two and a half is the spread for the Ravens. We're going with the Ravens. This is an early game. The Chargers have to travel all the way from L.A. to Baltimore. Uh, Ravens have been playing good. Lamar Jackson, he's looked stellar. Go with the Ravens. Minus two and a half. The last game is the Eagles and Bears. And I'm going with the under of 42 in this one and the Bears to cover six. I think the Bears really get the job done. Uh, their defense is going to really hold the Eagles. And I am big on Nick Foles, but I think in this spot on the road in Chicago uh, with the winds up to 15 miles per hour and it's going to be chilly, go with the Bears in a low-scoring game. I think they get the job done and they win 20-10. to 10. So those are the, the picks for... Uh, the first uh, round of the NFL playoffs. We jump into the national championship game on Monday. The Clemson Tigers taking on the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Line is currently at five, five and a half, depending where you get it at. I like Alabama to cover. Now, this is an interesting matchup. These are the two top teams in the league, um, I don't think there's any question about that, but I think Alabama ultimately gets out to an early lead. Clemson Tigers will be playing catch up, and I just, I just like the the uh, Tide's defense. I really think that Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle in this one. Tide did not even play their best game against Oklahoma in the first round of the playoff, so I think they bounce back, and I really like Alabama to win this one. I have a final score of 30-17 to 17 Alabama, so they'll cover. Uh, I think Clemson keeps it close throughout the game, but I think late in the third, fourth quarter, Alabama pulls away. So those are the picks for the weekend and for Monday. Uh, best of luck, and as always, you can go to BetDSI, use promo code TTR. They will match you. Uh, 50% of a deposit up to $500. So that's a place where you can actually place these bets and win some money. So that's 
promo code TTR. Good luck, guys, and let's win some money. Back again on Trash Talk Radio after talking with Ben Carey from TheCurrencyKings.com. Remember to head down to BetDSI.com and use promo code TTR. Promo code TTR on BetDSI.com. Ben, Happy New Year to you, my man. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. We will get back to you again. Uh, let's see if those picks. Let's get that bag. Let's get it, baby. All right, so Guru, that brings us towards the end of the show here. We got a little bit of time. You want to do a two-minute drill? Let's do this. All right, so this is how we play the uh, two-minute drill here on Trash Talk Radio. It's our chance to talk about everything we didn't get to on the show. I put two minutes on the clock. I start lobbing questions. Are you ready? Let's get it, dog. Let's go. Here we go. All right. We talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in their feelings in the locker room. My question for you is, are the Golden State Warriors having the same problem right now? There seems to be some uh, some issues. Draymond's got some beef. And Boogie Cousins Dude. dunked KD into oblivion. Dude, it's normal because it's basketball. Basketball is the most dramatic. Phil Jackson get mad at the refs. Jordan did. Pippen did. It's basketball. It's been. It's like watching NBC or Fox at 11 a.m. in the morning or 1 p.m. I know I'm gonna get a soap opera, dude. You know it's gonna be one line to live, General. Hall. Like, come on, man. I could do that on month tomorrow at 1 p.m. It's gonna be a soap opera. So this is normal. So you don't think this this bothers no, the Warriors no, at all? No, none at all. Because it's easier for basketball. Football, you need chemistry. Basketball? No, no, no. You don't need as much chemistry. Basketball, you, you just need, need to. You just need LeBron to say, "I'm the greatest player of all time." <laughs> that, that one so right there made me the greatest player of all time. All right, so Guru, then staying with the NBA, uh, Anthony Davis has not yet been traded, as, as far as we know. Will he be traded this year? And where will Anthony Davis end up? Um, I think you want to play that clip again. <laughs> That one so, right there made me the greatest player of all time. That's what <laughs> Anthony Davis is You really think he's going to be a Laker? Come on, man. I don't think so. I think I think the Pelicans, well, I don't know if they'll take the big money. Dude, we already told you, he signed with Rich Paul, LeBron's co- guy, his agent. That's nothing how great LeBron is. You know LeBron makes money off other players in the league. Every day. Exactly. So, anyways, if he specifically became AD's agent. Ching, ching. Speaking of uh, also uh, the management and uh, guys who might be traded, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers got beat again by the Celtics on Christmas Day. It was a little bit embarrassing. Uh, now there's talk in Philly about their big three. People are saying trade Ben Simmons. What do you think? Should they trade Ben Simmons in Philly? They can't trade that Ben Simmons. Man. No, man. You know, they can't do that. What, are you crazy? You know, the Philly media, you know what they did? They just need something to talk about. But you know what? Now they have the Eagles in the playoff. They ain't got to worry about the process for a little bit. Guru, I got a couple more here for you. Uh, as we ran out of time, you heard the horn. I want to ask you about Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, he may have played his last game for the Cardinals, may have played his last game. Do you see Larry Fitzgerald playing again next year, and where do you see him playing? You know what I see? And I want you to really look at this. I want to say this to you guys. Larry Fitzgerald is going to be the greatest receiver in the history of football that in five years you will never even mention. Because he doesn't have a ring. Not only that, because of his character and his personality. Because he's a good guy. He's, he's, just a, cool, no, he's just quiet. Quiet. He's going to be the greatest receiver nobody's ever going to be heard of. I tell you what, that man is a national treasure. We should, we should do what and we can. What, Give him an award. Out of media, out of low, uh, non-media market. I'm telling you, name five years last year, I'm going to be like, remember that? You're going to name every receiver. You're going to be like, oh, that guy. Oh, right, Larry yeah, Fitzgerald. Exactly. Larry Legend. Larry's going to be, oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's why he doesn't go anywhere else but Arizona because he's a legend there, and that's where his name will, will live on forever. All right, Guru, real quick here. The season's over. I just need names because I know you get into it on, uh, on Guru's Film Room on Instagram. Follow Guru's Film Room on Instagram. Who's your MVP of the year? For uh, MVP? A- a- NFL. NFL MVP? Yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, uh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, 
Offense or defense? Uh, just rookie of the year. I, I, I got to be his offensive. Our, Baker, offense? Baker. Uh, defense. Uh, defense. Uh, I already put that on my IG. Uh, uh, Derwin James from the Chargers. Uh, offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, Drew Brees. Uh, deep, that's a good one. Defensive player of the year. Deep, oh, the best player, the best, the best Aaron in football. The best Aaron in football and coach of the year. Uh, uh, Lynn from um, the Chargers. Uh, Alabama or Clemson? <laughs> oh, my God. Alabama and Clemson, the fourth one. I have no clue. Anybody, any of them wear blue? And, <laughs> and finally, Guru. Anyone wear blue? Any resolutions this year for uh, New Year's? Yes. My New Year's resolution is we're going to be a better guru. He's going to be a better lecturer, and we're going to provide you guys way better and evolved content. Head on down to uh, the YouTube page for worldofsportsnetwork.com so you don't miss a thing. Head on down to the WOSNshop.com. Get yourself one of these Make DC Sports Great Again hats. And uh, and that's the time we have on the show this week, Guru. I, I, until next time, our thanks to Avliana Productions for making us look good. Our thanks to Ben Carey from TheCurrencyKings.com. Remember to find me, Moro Lestro, at Twitter. Guru's Film Room on Instagram. Until next time, I'm Lestro. And it's the G to the U to the R to the U. Thanks for listening. Ciao. A-G-L-E-S Eagles!